0: Welcome back to Well that's interesting. The Oh good, another show about spiders edition. What? <laughs> I did not see that coming. Yeah. Oh my god. We have been talking about some spiders, haven't we? Uh what was the last time we spoke about spiders? Um we did 3 spiders you should know. That was an episode. Yes. Um I'm just that so That was that was exciting.
1: That was awesome. I'm just so used to butts. <laughs> I'm just like, whenever it's not butts, I'm like, is it going to be butts? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I need to check really fast. I might be ahead of myself. Are there uh, butts?
0: Uh, there are some butts that are eaten. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's some we will un- nibbling on some butts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I want to make 80 jokes, but I'll sleep them for later. <laughs> yeah,
0: today is in-betweeny 069. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. A spider that kills people on accident. Amazing. And uh, (laughs) cannibalistic virgin sacrifices.
1: I am obsessed with both of these things. I am.
0: What a day. What a day. Um, Tell me everything. Go for it. Ah, uh, but first, uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I'm with just rare and go. Wants to know everything about these edible butts, uh, Marissa Riley. That's me.
1: <laughs> I'm obsessed with these edible butts, y'all. Uh, <laughs> and i I love uh, virgin sacrifice. I, not you know I don't love it when it happens, but I love learning about them. <laughs> um, love anything related to cannibalism. Um,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's me <laughs> good to be here that's in a nutshell in a nutshell uh this is your first time listening welcome to the flock welcome dr riley here uh comes in cold and learns everything in real time just like you it's true i had no goddamn idea what we were going to talk about today but
1: now that i know i am filled with joy <laughs> i am a little stressed about these spiders but knowing jill these oh. spiders are probably nowhere close to where I live. Nowhere near us. Yeah. It's really
0: great. Promise. For us. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We yeah. can talk about them, <laughs> okay. That's fine. We can talk right. about them. So let's begin. Uh, today's fascinating journey begins right where it should, honestly. Where else would we find what is considered one of the most dangerous spiders in the world, but in the land down under? Australia. I
1: knew it. I was going to say
0: it. <laughs> I should have said it.
1: Ah. Oh. <laughs> everyone was saying it so we
0: all knew my friends everyone please imagine the great continent of australia you got it point point to the middle of the east coast all right now trace your finger down that coastline until you hit the very bottom and all of that, my friends, is where you can find the Sydney funnel web spider. Oh. Mhm. All right. All of that. The funnel web spider. That's right. Fun. And just like the name suggests, yes, on occasion you can find these spiders in urban cities like Sydney, and we'll get into why in a minute. Okay. But lucky for lucky for us, they rather prefer forests, foothills, places with Places dense with plants rather than people, uh, rich with sandy clay, shale, or basaltic soil. Really stuff they could really burrow into. I get it. I I feel the same sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I love to burrow. Who doesn't? Uh, And that's because, again, as the name suggests, they don't spin... Like classic spider webs. Oh, that is weird Hmm. that they're
1: burrowing. I was thinking of myself uh, because I was like, (laughs) I can relate to this. I didn't even think about the fact that a spider is digging and not building a gorgeous web.
0: That's right. They're building a cute little funnel home. So cute. Very cute. God, yeah, they prefer to pounce, leaping out from under logs or rocks or zooming out from their holes when potential uh, when potential prey, like beetles, cockroaches, and small lizards or snails, just walk across trip lines that the spider has placed around outside the home of its burrow.
1: You know, last week I said that bees were my hero. <laughs> <laughs> trip I wires? Think, That's pretty cool. I think these <laughs> spiders are a lot more... My, my, like, style. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I love, this is like the Home Alone spider.
0: <laughs> disturbing, yes. Uh, Equally yes.
1: disturbing. Yep. That movie's disturbing. That movie is disturbing on so many levels, and <laughs> we will unpack that in a different
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> One thing at a time. So, yeah, all of this behavior is pretty typical for a spider, mm-hmm. uh, but the male Sydney funnel-web spider is also a bit of a wanderer. And it's this instinct that gets it into trouble. Also relatable. Yeah. I aren't we all wanderers yeah, and the, isn't that a inside? problem yeah. all the
1: time?
0: Yeah, we're really relating to, to, yeah, to, I to just the subject of our episodes lately. Yeah. Are they
1: also a loner with anxiety? Like probably. <laughs> watches reality shows and eats indian food and doesn't text people back very fast yeah, that's what they do in their in their little
0: funnel home oh yeah my god <laughs> i love this thing so dr Marissa, please tell us why does the male version of the spider spider spider, spider. Oh spider ramble and where does it sometimes end up
1: I would Please love to talk about this all right according to australian.museum what a what a perfect website name oh my god <laughs> australia.museum quote male sydney funnel spider oh, I'm going to yes. get this right male sydney funnel web spiders have a habit of wandering into backyards and falling into suburban swimming pools where they can survive For many hours. (laughs) Great. They also sometimes enter and become trapped in houses. Oh my god. And it is true that Sydney funnel webs have one of the most toxic venoms to humans specifically of any spider. However, it is not true that all funnel web bites are life-threatening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just some. <laughs> uh, the venom of juvenile and female Sydney funnel web spiders is much less toxic, nor do they jump onto or chase people or live in houses. These are all urban myths. Males leave their burrows and wander over summer and autumn to find females and mate. Dry daytime surface conditions will dehydrate funnel web spiders. This is why males uh, that have spent the night in search of a female have to seek cover at dawn we will make many jokes about this shortly <laughs> uh, this can be any suitable hideaway that is dark moist and cool like a cavity under a rock or even in a shoe left outdoors that's right end quote that's right what a journey yes these spiders
0: go on oh yeah to find a female find, find some loving yeah, yeah I
1: yeah. I can relate. relate yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I went on a journey. Yes, we... I went. I had to find cover many times yes. alone because yes. no one wanted hair. I found someone. Hey. Don't
0: worry,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I figured it out. But yeah, this is terribly relatable.
0: Yeah, yeah. The male's quest for love and sometimes leads it blindly into pools, shoes, or trapped in someone else's home. Like you said, we all we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Merce. <laughs> Dr. Marissa, I think now is a good time. We're going to take a look at a Sydney funnel web spider, and please tell us what it looks like and how you'd feel if one was found in your shoe. Oh my God, I'm yeah. so excited. Amazing. Uh, and of course, all photos we talk about today will be on our social media stuff, so please come on by, uh, follow along, and terrorize yourself by looking at spiders. <laughs> I highly
1: recommend. I've never seen this photo, but I would love to not be alone in
0: this. Yes. Yes. Okay. Ready? Yes.
1: Yes. Oh no. I (laughs) uh, okay. I thought these spiders were gonna be like the cute kind of spider where it had little eyes and um Mm. you know. Um nope. Nope, this is gross. (laughs) It is really gross. Yeah. It's it's got like these long um black furry legs. Yep. And then this whitish grey bulbous body. And uh this this the head kinda looks pinchery. Yep. And and I, I can't really see anything uh to measure the size. Yeah. But knowing Australia, it's too big. <laughs> um, I don't know how big it is, but it's too big. And if I saw one in my shoe Look at the fangs. I would shit my pants. That's yeah, it's got fangs. Yeah. I, I would cry.
0: <laughs> I would uh, They're very noticeable. It's like it's very much a part of its body. <laughs> those are fangs, though, right? I just I, assumed I, so. I was wrong. I, I think those are, yeah. That's, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm going with yes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what's also super helpful in identifying this type of spider is that they're surprisingly shiny. Yeah, they're very shiny, which is intimidating. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, they're somehow a bright black or brown. It's very weird. Yeah. Uh, and here's some more good news. Uh, they're itty-bitty. Oh, Yeah, growing good. growing anywhere from half an inch to an inch in diameter. Uh, here's the bad news, though. Okay. What they lack in size, they make, up, they make up for in venom. Great. Venom that has devastating effects, particularly on people. Awesome. Makes me feel great. <laughs> now, continuing from the Australia.museum website, quote, "...the Australian funnel-web spiders are among the deadliest spiders in the world in the effect their bites have on humans and our primate relatives." In contrast, their bite has little effect on dogs and cats. You want to say something? That makes me feel better because I've just been watching... Not to make
1: everything about me again, but like (laughs) I've been watching a lot of horror movies. And for some reason, in every horror movie, I watch a dog dies for no reason. So Mm. this is not related at all, but it just makes me happy that a dog... Is okay. Is okay (laughs) in this... A cat, that's fine. But like a dog... (laughs) I I love cats, I'm just de- terribly allergic. But like um yeah, yeah it makes me happy that yeah. a sweet
0: dog is fine. Anyways, sweet dog back is to totally totally fine. Back to how this poisons us. Sure. Uh, <laughs> continuing with the quote. There are many species of funnel web spiders in Australia, but only male Sydney funnel webs have caused human deaths. Great. There have only been 13 deaths recorded from male Sydney web funnel Sydney funnel webs, but up to 30 to 40 people are bitten by funnel-web spiders each year, end quote. Now, there's a lot of info here, so let's break it down. On one hand, that number 13 is very low, thanks to an anti-venom introduced in 1981. And in fact, there haven't been any deaths related to spiders in Australia since 1979. I don't believe that at all.
1: (laughs) I know. I don't believe that It's hard, man. It's
0: hard to believe. Maybe they're that tough.
1: Or maybe I don't know. Australians
0: are just that tough, or they're like "Ah." that tough. Like a (laughs) a fucking
1: a fucking like pterodactyl is like eating their arm, and they're like, (laughs) whatever, whatever. It's I can't do an Australian accent to save my life, but they're just fine.
0: That could be it too. Yeah, it's good. They, they good just point. have another
1: beer. <laughs> They're okay. You're I will Charlie say Martin. Australian audiences for as a comedian are the best. They're incredible. Because y'all get the the like the right amount of drunk. Y'all are like <laughs> down to have fun yes. and laugh and and that's all I have to say. Yeah. A plus. Big Australia. fan of a plus. Australian audiences.
0: Yeah. Five stars. You, you know and you y'all get
1: the gay jokes. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate that. they yeah, anyways. <laughs>
0: Uh, we'll unpack more later. Yes. Please. Okay. Okay. Uh, so without anti-venom, clearly roaming male spiders and their wacky bonkers, powerful neurotoxin has the potential to kill up to 40 people a year. And honestly, it seems like that number could be a whole lot higher because the spider uses toxic chemicals called delta hexatoxins. Horrifying. Which, yeah, which can cause death within 15 minutes. Oh my God. How? how Australians. <laughs> you know. I know, they're tough. Uh, Here's the thing that has had researchers puzzled, and what you're probably thinking too. Why is it that a spider, particularly only the male of the species, can kill a person in 15 minutes but have little to no effect on a cat or a dog? This seems kind of (laughs) personal. Yep, yep, it does. Good point. Uh, Brian Fry, associate professor at the University of Queensland, had the same thoughts, uh, and he went about answering that question in a very ingenious way. Okay. He collected a few of these spiders from various locations across Australia and ran some genetic sequencing, literally tracing the spider's ancestry and evolutionary path. Oh. Dr. Marissa, according to Inverse, the, I'm sorry, the Mm -hmm. inverse.com article, this Australian spider evolved to kill us, here's why. Wow. I know, very direct. Well, what's the reason as to why?
1: (laughs) Uh, we gotta, we gotta talk about this, y'all. All right. Quote The researchers discovered that this is all an unfortunate evolutionary coincidence. Humans were never the primary target of the funnel web spider's venom. The venom evolved to target other vertebrates, large predators like birds, lizards, and so on, and just happened. To kill humans too, <laughs> Oops, great. <laughs> Male funnel web spiders also are more likely to kill with their venom due to evolutionary adaptations. They are more likely than females to wander long distances in search of mates, encountering predators along the way. End quote. So it's kind of an accident. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like really, but, but also they wanted to be prepped.
0: Yes. When they ran into. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's all one big my bad. Yeah. So I guess we can take some solace in knowing there's no personal vendetta against us, but please check your shoes anyway. Please, Australian (laughs) listeners, check
1: your shoes and then come to my comedy show. That's
0: right. And drink what you think is right. There you go. Love it. After the break, we've got virgins. We've got cannibalism. Yeah. Finally. Stay tuned. Last. Please do. (laughs) A woohooer! A hand clapper, a high fiver. I kinda like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled. the other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and there's nothing quite like mother's love. Ah. This could go many directions. Yes, yes. Oh, it's going to go in so many. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, And my friends, the velvet spider species Stegodyphus lineatus. Cool. Nailed it. Takes maternal love. To an extreme. All right. Here's what I mean. Uh, Everyone, please picture a mother spider sitting atop a big old pile of eggs. Okay. Adorable. Adorable. Uh, In your best cartoon version of this moment, imagine those eggs hatching and coming forth are itty bitty versions of her with big old puppy dog eyes. (laughs) Stupid! Oh, I can see it now. They're so cute. So cute. How could you not resist regurgitating food into their thousands of mouths? Am I right? And that's what's happening here. At first, mom is feeding her brood the way a lot of other species do uh, with puke. Got it. Got it. But as hours pass and the baby spiders grow, something else is happening behind the scenes. Oh, nice. And it's this process that makes velvet spiders unique. Oh, my God. Uh, Dr. Marissa, I thought we could take turns reading from the newscientist.com article The Baby Spiders That Munch Up Their Mum uh-huh. to Help Explain This Miracle of Nature. How about that? I would love to. I've been
1: making <laughs> the emoji face, the the teeth <laughs> together
0: face. My teeth um grinding. Ooh, I've been
1: making that face <laughs> uh, during this whole part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: but let's read it. All right, I'll go first. Quote Basically, most of the abdominal tissues are degenerated and become food for the young, (laughs) which is quite extraordinary, says Moore Solomon, whose team at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem examined unique changes that occur within a spider mother's body before she becomes the main course. The tissues of the belly gradually degrade while the egg sac is still being incubated. Once the offspring emerge, the tissues partially liquefy, a process that intensifies as the young spiders grow and matrophagy, or the consumption of the mother by her offspring, approaches. Oh my God. Okay, sorry. I <laughs> no, that was a lot. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> All right, continuing. Um, within about two weeks of the young hatching, it is mummy dinner time. <laughs> I'm fine. This is when the young rush to pierce their mum's belly and greedily imbibe its nutrient rich liquid. Oh my God. Yep. The behavior may have evolved as a way of maximizing the young spider's chances of survival in their harsh desert environment, one where prey is scarce. Both regurgitation and matrophagy, great word to know now, uh, occur in other spider species, including others from the same family as Stegodyphus lineatis. Salomon says,
0: end quote, oh yeah. my yeah. god. You know, that was a lot of info. You, your eyes glazed over when I looked at you Oh, <laughs> about her, her innards slowly liquefying while she's waiting for her babies to be born.
1: Sometimes I... I'm like, I don't think I want to have a baby because I don't want the stretch marks. (laughs) And this spider might think, sometimes I don't want to have a bunch of babies because they'll eat me. That's right. Not if. They will. (laughs) Because they will eat me. Yes. In a very interesting way, <laughs> yes. And I will kind of start to disintegrate yeah. from the inside yeah. for two weeks. Yep, slowly. Uh, but <laughs> only after I throw up for them. Yeah, that's
0: it's that's, that's love. End of th- Yeah. <laughs> isn't wow, that, isn't that what love is? <laughs> Uh, good job mom great job mom great job so my friends I'm sure some of you out there have heard of this kind of cannibalism before Um, Uh, no no, I've never heard of this (laughs) this is new to moi But I know what you're thinking. Where are the virgins? You promised us virgins. I right. I was thinking that. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I don't
1: think she's a virgin, but maybe she is. I don't know. So
0: don't worry, I got you. Uh, just a moment ago, Doctor Marissa, you brought the fact that other members of the velvet spider species partake in matrophagy, uh-huh. and it's true. Uh huh. And there's one particular species that takes it to the next level. Didn't know it was possible. but yeah. Here we go. Here we go, my friends. Please imagine the continent of Africa. You got it point to the beautiful country of South Africa, Uh all the way at the bottom. Uh, In the southwest corner is the Namibian desert, and it's here you'll find Stegodyphus dumicola. Oh. (laughs) Uh. Now, S. dumicola is a social spider. It's not solitary. Uh, This means they live kind of like ants or bees in huge colonies. Cute. Yeah. Uh, If you've ever seen photos of treetops looking like cotton candy, then you know... That's how they live.
1: I have seen those photos. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's horrifying. Yes. I don't want to be near them, but I'm
0: I'm happy they exist. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they're over there. Same. Uh, And the secret to their success is not only thanks to the sacrifice of mothers, but the sacrifice of the aunties. Oh. The ones who didn't mate. And here's what I mean. Great. Uh, (laughs) Trend build at the Aarhus University in Denmark, was curious. She and her colleagues wanted to find out whether unmated S. dumicola females also let the newly hatched go to town on them since, get get this, these spiders only live for a year. It's a short time. It's a really short short time. Life
1: is short when you are... This spider, yeah, it's the. I'm sorry, that's the lamest thing I've ever said <laughs> on this podcast. Should I go? No, you. Do you want
0: to go? No. <laughs> Let's. We have a little bit more to go, and okay. then we can both leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So researchers thought if you're not laying eggs to help further the colony, you can do the next best thing and let the next generation eat you. Oh, my God. So, Dr. (laughs) Marissa, please tell us, how did the team test this theory without sticking their heads into a massive, terrifying cloud of wild spiders? And what did they witness? I would love to unpack
1: this because I have a lot of questions. All right. (laughs) (laughs) From newscientist.com, quote, They bred spiders in the lab and placed them in groups each with two mated and three virgin females, along with some spiderlings to observe their behavior. Both virgin and mated females performed all forms of alloparenting. They tended to egg sacs, uh, regurgitated food for spiderlings, and finally offered themselves up as a meal. Sure did. This extreme <laughs> behavior makes sense because the spiders in a nest are are all closely related, and share genes. There are many more females than males, and only certain females reproduce. So the spiders in a colony are genetically similar. I suspect that females merely aren't capable of discriminating between their egg cases and someone else. Else's says Jonathan Pratt Pruitt at the University of California, Santa Barbara. The colony is composed of close kin. So even if females produce their own egg cases, there would still be a benefit of assisting clo- a closely related relative. End quote. I mean, this is go. horrifying and beautiful yes. at the same time.
0: Uh, It it also just like, yeah, she's holding her face, everyone. I just, yeah, she's squeezing her cheeks together, horrified, alone. I'm fine. She's fine. I'm just thinking of the fact that like,
1: yeah, like all the women who decide not to have children still have to throw up (laughs) and then get eaten by other people's children. But mm. it's for
0: love. It's for love. They're all, they're all related. They're all related. One big family. like Kardashian. Yes, yes. This is probably what they do when we're not looking. <laughs> when they
1: take off their skin suits yes. and let their babies eat them. That's right. Because it, it makes them look thinner. That's right. We have figured we it
0: out. All right. Ha. <laughs> ha. So, my friends, to put this level of virgin cannibalism into perspective, uh, it's estimated a whopping 60% of a colony doesn't mate. Oh, my God. And partakes in the ultimate form of self-sacrifice to keep things going. Ah, So, the next time you're on Twitter and see some dumb fuck complain about having to wear a mask or get vaccinated, you can quietly mumble to yourself, at least we're not being eaten alive by Gen Z to keep our species afloat. Oh my god. (laughs) So, don't hit reply, it won't change anything, just mumble to yourself and keep scrolling. The end. That's the way I decided to end this episode.
1: Jill, I just, I've never, like, this is gonna take a really big throw pill like, throw pillow to stitch. I want every single <laughs> thing in the last paragraph you said on a tote, on a pillow, on a hoodie. Hmm.
0: On you can a, do a throw pillow. Oh, a throw, like, a throw throw, like you put on a bed. That mm, would work. That could work. I really want a pillow, though, because I, I just
1: wanna see everything you, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> So I'm honored. Yeah. And I too am happy that Gen Z is not eating me right now. Yeah. Good thing they're all vegan.
0: They're all vegan. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being vegan, for listening to the show. Thank you. For telling your friends about these just two amazing spiders. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What heroes slash monsters? monsters? no, they're not. no, nah, they're great. they are doing they're doing all right. yeah. uh yeah, thank you for listening, subscribing, telling your friends, rating the whole spiel. we love you. and please stay interesting. please do.